Hello, 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 and welcome back to Fill In Your Ears. Firstly, before I start, I just want to say thank you so, so, so much for all the um, positive vibes and the constructive criticism that I got on the first episode with Andrew. Um, I was absolutely delighted um, with how that went down with everyone, and as I was so surprised that so many people listening to it. So, again, thank you so much. Um, it genuinely... As much as I enjoyed just making it for keeping myself occupied, it's also nice to have people listening to it and get some, getting something out of it and um, bouncing back with me and letting me know what I could do better or what they thought was good about it. And uh, yeah, like it's, it's mad to believe though, just one episode and I feel like I've, I've learned an absolute ton. Um, it's I, I couldn't honestly be more happy. So again, thank you so, so much. Um, so yeah, we're, we're on to episode two and uh, I've got another very special guest with me today um, I've got a good friend of mine called Patrick Kovacs um, As you know that name probably sounds like it's from some sort of uh, foreign country And it is, it's uh, Patrick is from Hungary And he is big into photography which we're going to have a chat about And we're going to talk about other things in terms of We are going to touch on COVID today I know I did speak about it briefly with Andrew but um, yeah, I want to go into it a lot more. Uh, well, not a lot more, but a bit more on this episode, particularly because of the fact that myself and Patrick, we both work in the hospitality sector um, and we are seeing exactly what's going on in terms of with COVID uh, here at home. You know, I know the first episode was with Andrew, who's in America, but I want to talk about what's going on here. Um, and the effects it's having on people, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna touch on a couple of other things as well throughout the uh, throughout the episode today. But um, yeah, just I want to say a massive thank you again, and we're gonna get Patrick on to chat with you. So just give me a second, and I'll get him on the line. Patrick, how are you? How are you, bud? You all right? Um, not too bad, not too bad. Good, good. Patrick, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, oh, thanks for having me. No, no, that's a pleasure, pleasure. Um, so, folks, for any that are listening, um, Patrick, how we met. So, we both worked in a hotel in Dublin together. Um, about, it would have been two years ago I first started, and I worked with Patrick. Now, uh, Patrick was... Patrick was very good to me actually because Patrick was my supervisor um, yeah. in the hotel and he trained me and showed me everything and um, yeah now I have to say I, I learned a lot from Patrick and I'm sure Patrick uh, learned yeah. probably not as much but he learned I learned a lot from him that's for sure I learned um, patience man patience yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 you picked up everything quick to be honest so you're good at which it which is good I appreciate that. Um Patrick, you're you're still there at the moment, aren't you? Uh yeah, still still back two days though. Um at yeah. the moment, yeah. Obviously with COVID. We're gonna to touch about that later on. Um Patrick, the the main reason why I decided to get you onto the podcast was because of your photography. So um we're gonna have a chat about that for a couple of minutes. But basically, guys, I'm gonna drop Patrick's um socials into the description in the podcast go check them out because he's got some fantastic pictures all across his uh, social media platforms and um, but Patrick what I want to do first is I want to chat to you about when the first time was that you picked up a camera 
And it wasn't just picking up a camera to take an Instagram picture. What was the first time in your life when you picked up a camera and thought there's more to it than just an Instagram post? Yeah. Uh, well, it's actually a funny story. I always was interested in photography, I guess. Um, I remember my mum picked up photography as a hobby and she got like one of them cameras, like it's about like 14 years ago. Now she never let me like use it or anything. Um, cause I was a bit too young then. But like ever okay. since then, I kind of like always started taking pictures on my phone. And then over time, I realized that like I really have a passion for it. Okay. Okay. That's very good. And so like your your mom was nearly an inspiration for you to start that, was it? Um. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of, it was, I, I'm sure they pl- played a role in it as well. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Very good. And then basically what I, another thing I wanted to ask you, um, Obviously, there's a lot of things that are involved in photography that I'm not aware of, as are probably a lot of the listeners. But um, what, like, what is your particular favorite thing about photography? Why, why is it so appealing to you? Where do you get so much enjoyment from it? Ah, there's for me, like, probably uh, there's a lot. There's a lot I like about it. But if I have to pick one, I probably like that moment when you when you capture like such a great image when you like set it up well. And um, that it just feels really good, you know, um, that moment when you capture that amazing image and you look over and it just turns out unreal, like, it's okay. really good feeling. Well, good, good. Patrick, another thing I, I wanted to talk to you about was, um, well, not talk about, but just touch on, do you, like, I know, I'm not sure, I'm pretty sure a lot of photographers do it, but do you go back and look at your work from times like when, say, when you first started to where you are now, do you go and do that and kind of look at what you've done and how you've progressed? Oh, definitely, definitely. I 100% check my – sometimes I uh, have a look over my old work and you can really really tell the difference. And, you know, like I could take a photograph now and think it's a great photograph, but I like look back on it in five years and go like, what was I thinking, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can definitely change, see the improvements. It's all about experience and the more you do it, the – better you get and so over time definitely you can see the difference okay very good very good and uh you got you got a new camera recently uh patrick did you oh yeah yeah i got the canon eos rp it's a serious okay, camera good. yeah really yeah I've, I've got a clue about them so <laughs> and so yeah um, so in terms of another thing I want to chat about, uh, because obviously like your passion for photography is there for anyone to see that knows you, like, you know, it's, it's a big thing that you talk about a lot in your life. And, uh, I'd imagine it takes up a lot of your time because you're so, uh, you're so deep in photography. But what, what, another thing I want to ask you was, um, was there anyone that inspired you, um, besides your mom? that you kind of thought, oh, geez, they do really good things w- with photography and I kind of want to I want to keep an eye on them and see what they're doing. Was there anyone that inspired you along that line? Uh, well, yeah, I have to say, like, uh, when I started um, photography uh, and I was trying to learn, you know, like, everything, I was, got, I was on YouTube a lot. Like, uh, YouTube is a great platform to learn anything uh, these days when it comes to creators and everything. Um, so I watched a lot of tutorials when I came at the start with photography and, um, like I watched uh, a guy called Peter McKinnon. He has like millions of subscribers. He's, he's just um really good and kind of it was inspiring, you know, to try something like okay. that. Yeah. Okay. And like, would 
this this type of person like uh, uh, that you've mentioned there, would he go into much detail, Patrick, on what he does with his photography? Like just for listeners that probably haven't heard of him, um, what what does what exactly is it that he does that you take from it? Ah, so well, he does vlogs. So like you know, travel vlogs. It's very in line with all I want to do. Kind of like he does vlogs, uh, tutorials, oh. tips and tricks, and you know, like it might not go into too much detail in one topic, but like he'll get the base down, you know, the basic. Okay, right. So he doesn't he doesn't go like it's it's nearly it it's kind of an introduction nearly to photography if you can see or blogs in terms of the editing that he does. It's kind of an introduction nearly, is it? Well, I wouldn't say introduction, but like um like he would oh, I can't I can't really say that. <laughs> he, he would so, uh, yeah he, you would see the details that he goes into like is that what you're saying like you'd see you if you watched his video you would see where his editing was done um yeah like he would he, show he... show tricks and tips and then like show you how to do that yeah but like he wouldn't okay right. yeah i don't know how to explain it sorry yeah you're fine you're fine you're fine i'm just trying to get a, a picture as to who this person is because i haven't actually seen him before i heard of him before um, Patrick, another thing we want to touch on um, on photography is that um, obviously you're working in the hospitality sector at the moment uh, through COVID, which is very difficult itself. So fair play to you for that. But what I wanted to ask you was uh, if you were able to uh, come uh, like a part of the photography industry and you are to to take it up as a career, which I know you're planning on doing, where would you like it to go? What do you what do you want from your camera in 10 years' time, what do you want it to be like? Well, for me, yeah, for me, I really want to go into the travel uh, adventure kind of uh, area. Like, I want to kind of travel the world and take content, you know, just make photos, videos, and all that. I also would like to do commercials in the future, like product-related uh, mm. photos, videos, or anything like that um, would definitely my future goals. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, I rem- I'm pretty sure I remember a time in Cardiff Lane. You were close to winning a competition, weren't you, to, to go traveling the world? I remember we, I remember we spoke about something like that. You, you entered some sort of competition to, to travel the world, and you were into like the last 50 or something like that. What, you, got, you got pretty close to getting it. You, know, you, just, you just missed out, wasn't that right? Yeah, I just missed out, but I guess it would have been uh, through the lockdown anyway, so I guess it worked out perfectly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, yeah, geez, imagine you'd have got it and then COVID had it kicked in. Oh, geez, that'd have been terrible. But um, I, you know, look at and and for for anyone that does go and checks check out your uh, your socials, you do, they will see there is a lot, a lot of talent there. Um, in terms of what you do with your yeah, camera, thank you very much. Uh, thanks. Well, that's that's fine. That's just my opinion. At the end of the day, um, another person I wanted to touch on actually, Patrick was uh, a good friend of yours, David. You you tend to collab a lot with David, don't you? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, David David's more on the video side. Um, he shoots videos. He does a bit of commercial work as well. Yeah. Uh, he does yeah. mainly full time. He does it. Um, so uh, every time. Like he's a really close friend, so it's good to have someone there that kind of motivates you. Um, yeah. And yeah, so every time I go out, he'll join. I'll make the photos. He'll make videos. Just you know, it's a good combo. And I'm very both like learning off each other, and and it's like we also have competition on Instagram. You know, whoever gets <laughs> to a certain amount of lo- follows and all this. Um, it's a healthy competition. You know, 
as a creator, it's good to have someone there that um, can boost you, you know, positively. Yeah, that's part of You can bounce off him, and he can bounce off you. Yeah, that's, exactly. That that is good as well. And I and from I remember there was a you you done something there not so well maybe just at the start of this year I could be wrong in the timing but you actually done a collab with David and uh, you you put it up together I'm pretty sure and it done quite well. Um, I can't remember exactly which one it was, but I remember it was a video, which is fantastic. So what I'll do is, as I said, I'm going to drop the, the socials in the description. But if you get a chance and you have a minute, go just have a look through um, through Patrick's social media. And I'm pretty sure you'll come across this particular uh, collaboration that they've done together. The, the quality of the content is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You're fine. You're fine. Um, so Patrick, I want to go back to uh, hospitality and what's going on in the sector at the moment. Obviously, um, you're back in work, and not all hotels are open, but the particular hotel that we worked in is open. Yeah. Um. What What is it? What has it been like? How 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 has things changed? How have things changed? I mean, there's a lot of measures uh, when it comes to like cleanliness, and there's like um, dispensary, you know, sanitizers everywhere. Um every few meters like um there's mm-hmm. even reception like it's just um a lot geared to cleaning you know like uh, i was very a bit quieter we're doing a lot of cleaning ourselves you know deep cleaning doing computers yeah. printers yeah. just to keep the place it, it did change a lot i guess yeah i'd imagine so i'd imagine so and um, just like what i wanted to 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 try and get across, well, not get across, but I want to discuss with you was, um, obviously the sector is on its knees at the minute, and a lot of people are saying that uh, it's gonna it's gonna be like that for a long time. But like we were discussing this the other day when we were chatting about the sector, like obviously you can't travel if there's um, if there's COVID kind of circulating because there's no vaccine and all that yeah. sort of stuff. But everyone's kind, of, everyone's kind of looking out as a doom and gloom sort of situation with COVID-19, thinking that it's going to be like the crash um, back no, in I the... Think, I, th- I think... Um, I, no, sorry, yeah, sorry, I didn't show up there. Um, yeah, yeah, I think... Like, yeah, no, go on, you take over there. You take yeah, over. What's, sorry, your, what's your opinion? <laughs> well, I, I just think... Uh, well, after COVID ends, obviously, the hospitality, tourism, all this will shoot back up. Like, you know, everyone's in lockdown at the moment and they just want to get out of the country or get out, do something instead of sitting at home. And I think <laughs> as a result, like once this COVID ends, um, don't know when, but when it ends, um, uh, like everyone can go, tr- everyone will be traveling. So hospitality will be way busier. Uh, same as tourism, all, all these things I think will just shoot right back up. Yeah, which is which is hopefully we're all keeping our fingers crossed that that is the case, um, and and I know I didn't say we're going to chat about it, but I want to touch on it very briefly, uh, Patrick, in terms of uh, staycations this year. You're aware of staycations, I'm pretty sure, right? Everyone staying at home, not going abroad, yeah. traveling within the country. Yeah, um, I want I wanted to kind of just touch on that. I'm not going to go into it too much, but I, what I wanted to, uh, from your opinion, what do you think is going to happen with the staycations? Do you think that they're gonna they're gonna continue, or do you think it's gonna get to a stage where people are like, "Oh no, I want my holiday in Spain again." Like, what? How do you feel the year went with that, and is it gonna continue? Um, a bit confused about this uh, staycation. 
Like yeah, just sorry, stay cool. I, caught, I did catch up. Like if you look on social media, Patrick, everyone posted. Like, well, not everyone, but most people posted their staycations, and it seemed like a lot of people enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, money is an issue when it comes to things like that because you can go and go. You can go on a holiday in Spain for less than the price of a weekend away in the likes of Cork or Kalani, yeah. where obviously um, it, it, it would be a lovely part of the country to go and see. But uh, in terms of people wanting that, I'm not sure. What's your what's your view on it, Patrick? If you could have got away this year on a foreign holiday, would you have went or would you have preferred to to um, to go down the country to somewhere like a Cork or something like that? What's What would you, your personal preference have well, been? I mean, that? I, I would have went, yeah, I would have went to uh, Hungary. I usually go every year in the summer. Um, no, I, I do think, yeah, yeah I do think uh, because of the lockdown, a lot more people travelled around the country instead of going outside the country, uh, in a way. Um, yeah. I, do, I do get that. Um, yeah, I guess I, I've seen a few places. I've been Rickroll Mountain, um, planning to go Gandalf, been Power Scored, um, because I couldn't go, you know, couldn't go anywhere else. So, like, in, in a way, it's good yeah. because people don't really travel to places that are way too close unless you know there's no other option uh, so, so yeah, anyway, we're trying, it's good. We're, yeah they were put in that position um yeah no i i, I agree i think uh, a lot of people saw parts of the country this year that they probably wouldn't have seen if covid wasn't uh present in society but sure look hopefully um for for a for a for a country's perspective for ireland's perspective hopefully it does continue um, obviously, people are going to go go and travel abroad again. But fingers crossed that the staycations can kind of be a thing that do stick with us for a long time to come. Um, a couple of things that will, in in my opinion, Patrick, I'm, I'm uh, probably not sure you've looked into this too much, but in terms of what will help the sector recover, is the VAT rate being cut from 11 back down to 9%. Now, this was essentially a big thing for uh, when when the recession happened previously. Uh, it did help the economy to recover. And it's going to probably, I don't think prices are going to come down because of what we discussed previously, Patrick, with the, um, sorry, um, with uh, people going to, with there going to be a surge in demand again for tourism and hospitality and staying in hotels. I don't think the prices will come down because of that. But I think that kind of little bit of cash that uh, these individual businesses are getting from this cut in the VAT will uh will definitely go a long way to keeping many hotels open because a lot of people a lot of hotels probably won't make it through this especially the smaller uh companies and what's your what's your take on this patrick do you think that many hotels uh will close or maybe will struggle when covid is uh probably a thing of the past what what's your opinion on that Yeah, it's gonna be hard to recover um i guess after all this no, I do. Yeah, like the tax go or the VAT, and uh, no, that definitely helping uh, smaller businesses a lot. Um, I'd say. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. As well as that, Patrick, there wasn't uh, another thing that kind of is frustrating for us, obviously, as people that work in the sector. There wasn't actually that many cases associated with hotels, and I think that goes to show how well all these hotels and all these big multinational chains and the smaller hotels as well, even we've dealt with it quite well, haven't we as a sector, as a whole, not just individually in the, the places that we work 
I know my my place dealt with it quite well, and my training, I'm, I know exactly how you would have been trained as well. Um, I think we need to give credit to the management that are running these these hotels because there wasn't many uh, cases in. There was I hadn't heard of any, to be fair. There obviously was some around the country, but very very limited. And that has to be go down to go down to the fact that we had all these procedures, all these sanitization stations in place. And uh, what 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 was your take on it, Patrick, when you kind of went into the second lockdown? If you look back and thought how well um, hotels have dealt with COVID nineteen um, in terms of outbreaks, what was your yeah, take on that? I haven't myself. I haven't seen many uh, cases hotel related. Um, especially, I know we never had it in our hotel either. And um, yeah, yeah. I say, I have to say, yeah, that it was handled pretty well. Like, there's loads of training on it as well, uh, to make sure everyone knows what they're doing exactly. and everything. And the cleanliness is very important yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I suppose that's going to be a thing that's going to be present for a long time to come, regardless of COVID nineteen or not. Um. Basically, so that's um, that. I kind of want to move off hospitality at the moment because I think we've talked about that a bit there. Um, another thing I want to talk about, which is uh, ever present in society at the moment and is a massive thing that uh, people are struggling with at the moment, is mental health. And Patrick, another main reason why I got you on was because you had you have been dealing with some mental health issues in the past, and um, we, myself and yourself were both. Uh, very um, influential in helping each other. Now, obviously, we weren't the key to, to getting through that, but we kind of bounced off each other when it came to things like that, Patrick, when we were working yeah. together. Uh, what, like, what, what I want to get at, Patrick, is how, um, how did you think we both helped each other with, with uh, our issues that uh, we had? I think, um, I think the fact that like, you just talk to someone, uh, if, if you are like, have mental health is just to even say to one person, you know, one person you trust. I think it just helps a lot. Just the fact that you, someone else knows, um, just even that fact helps a bit as well. So I do think um, that was the best thing to do is to talk, you know, talk about it, get it off the chest. Yeah. Yeah. And pa- Patrick, there was, um, I'm pretty sure you watched, th- th- your inspiration came from watching a movie or a documentary or something, uh, wasn't it? That you kind of, it helped. Yeah, yeah approach, I, I definitely recommend, right? like, I, when, like, I was younger when I was feeling this way. Um, now, well, like, what really turned me to my turning point was I watched the documentary The Secret. It's all about the law of attraction and um, the positive mind and all this. Um, so, it's, Ever since I seen that documentary, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try this, and um, yeah, it's worked. It's really stuff at the start. It's hard to think positive, obviously, uh, when you're negative. Um, but it's mm. something that if you keep going at it for maybe a year or even less, um, it it it's just like subconsciously you start thinking a lot more positively. Yeah, yeah, of course, and that's. That's uh, something that I personally haven't watched myself, but I am going to have a look at it because, Patrick, you, as you know, I've, I've chatted to you about this before, and we're not going to make this about me, but myself, like many others, like a lot of people in society, are suffering with mental health. And my personal little, uh, my personal little chapter on this has kind of just started with uh, coronavirus kicking off and then um, being laid off work and having so much time to to kind of 
not do anything really because everything stopped. Like you know, and um, what what Patrick for your advice? What would be um, your advice for someone that has all of a sudden got these forty hours in a week that they would used to be putting into work? Um, instead of actually doing that now, because I know you personally have during the lockdowns when when we were locked down and you weren't working, you put a lot of time into yourself and worked on things that you wanted to work on. But for someone else that probably isn't able to do that, what what kind of advice could you give to help people pass? Well, pass time? I guess like even do do something you love, do a hobby that you wanted to pick up ages ago, and you know. Um, you're thinking of doing, but you never had time for it, or you know, like if you're, if you, if you always wanted, if you had a dream that you always wanted to do, like start planning for it. You have the time, you have the energy every day. Start planning for your dream. Practice personal growth, self development, and uh, while you have time, what I did as well during the time is I meditated a lot, so um, which kind of helps as well to pass time. Um, it's just do what you love. Do do what you love. Yeah. Would be my my tip. Yeah, that's 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 very well said, Patrick. And I I one hundred percent agree with you. And um, I I found personally from myself, chatting chatting to somebody is the best thing you can do. And from my personal experience, if anyone else is listening that might be struggling with something like that, um, obviously you don't want to go and talk to family directly about it because some people probably aren't able to do that. What I found, though, was that I could speak to um, someone like yourself, Patrick, or uh, maybe even my partner. I'm, I'm not too big on kind of opening up to her, but in terms of opening up to someone is always the best thing. And I think now I was watching the Late Late Show last night. Uh, you've got lots of celebrities that are coming out now and saying, yeah, no, I'm actually struggling with mental health. You've got uh, the Irish yeah, chef Donald Skeen. Everything, you know? um, yeah, exactly. And it's money isn't everything. And people's, people's brains are going to work every single day. They're going to do something every single day regardless of whether you're occupied or not the brain is constantly at work so if i think anyone can take anything from this uh, podcast today is um if you think someone is struggling with the likes of mental health or might be kind of left behind because let's be honest there have been people that have been left behind uh pick up the phone give them a message on facebook arrange to have a socially distanced coffee uh something like that like you know because Something like that, you might think, oh, it's just, why would I bother texting someone? That could really make someone's day, and it, it, it could say, Do you know what, this is giving me an opportunity. Yeah, exactly. It's going to give someone the chance to talk. Um, obviously, with me watching the Late Late last night, I've seen the likes of Donald Skeen talking about it, and obviously money isn't everything, as we said, and there's other people as well. Bernard Shaw, was, or not Bernard Shaw, I can't think of his name. Bernard something, he's a comedian that used to do the Republic of Tally. He opened up about it as well. He was struggling with his mental health. But Patrick, what I want to ask you is, Patrick, um, do you think now going forward that uh, society as a whole will help improve mental health? I know people have done things in the past and are still doing things to this day, but I think the, as a whole, do you think we will help improve the mental health of the country uh, going I do forward? I think so, yeah. In, in, in a way, like um, this lockdown kind of gave us um, all to to kind of look at mental health in a way like uh, and look out for each other it kind of gave us that um, obviously you have 
not much time to work so you can visit family a lot more. Um, it definitely made us think about how everyone is doing a lot more, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully that it is something that um, is taken more serious by government and is taken more serious by society as a whole because it's 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 mad, but the brain, as I said, the brain does a lot of things that we don't want it to do and we can't help but think negative thoughts sometimes. So my personal, in terms of, if I was to give feedback to anyone, get yourself into a routine of some sorts. I know routines can drive people mad, but do that. Get yourself up early in the morning. Um, make sure to have a shower. I know that sounds so silly, but just have a shower and get dressed for the day and find something to do because you'd be surprised at what it will do for your head. Um, and uh, yeah, don't be afraid to talk to anyone, but what I, what I want to do is, Patrick, I want to kind of, we're coming towards the end here now. I want to kind of get to a, a little positive place uh, on the podcast for the listeners here. I want to chat about a place in the world. I'm going to make this a segment going forward. I want to, I'm going to ask all my guests this, but where would you, one place in the world, where would you want to be? Why would you want to be there? And uh, exactly what um, is your reason for it? One place, like my, one of my biggest dreams would be to live in Bali for, for a year or something. So I guess if I had to choose a place, I'd definitely go there. Um, yeah, just just one of them things I always wanted to do. Um, okay, and that, is that in a, a photography sense, Patrick? Is that you with your photography head on, or is that just a place in the world that you would admire? Well, you I'd like say to go both. And live in? I'd say it's both. Um, I'd say photography and video-wise as well, but um, it's a lot to do with, like, it's just one thing. Mm-hmm. One thing I want to do, like myself, you know, it'd be nice to do. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, that's very good. And Patrick, um, just very briefly before I go, uh, in 12 months from now, well, let's not say 12 months, five years from now, I know it's hard to predict exactly where people are going to be, but where would you like to be in five years' time if you, in an ideal world, in an idealistic world where you could have everything your own way in terms of what you want to happen for you. If you, all those things go correct, where would you like to see yourself well, in five years, years time, Patrick? Um, I hope to by then I have um, worked on my own brand enough that I can work off a laptop, which is my goal is to be anywhere I want to. Yeah. So, and then just travel the world. Um, so that's what I'm kind of okay. working towards to become a digital nomad, as you can say. Um, but yeah, yeah, and th- th- that's something you've you've been looking into, as you said there, Patrick. That's something you're kind of working on slowly as a side well, project yeah, that, to work. Everything that right? that I'm doing in related to photography, will it's kind of leading towards that. You know, that's the goal, and everything else is kind of getting me to to that yeah. goal. Um, over time, yeah, 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 exactly. And the important word there, Patrick, is goal. Um. What I want people to try and do is look and set yourself a goal because it's 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 something that helps. And I think it's something we always have been uh, associated with in life in terms of having a goal. Like in terms of when we were children, it was, say, the junior cert, the leaving cert, and then it was college. And then obviously people have been, um, have been set a goal in work or, or some sort of workplace that they've got. Uh, ambitions to reach but haven't been able to do so with COVID so I think it, if you were to take anything away from this set yourself a goal externally from work set a goal on yourself yeah, and work on yourself um, 
Yeah, and that's something you kind of vouch for, Patrick, is personal growth and self-development, which is a big thing that I always think is a good thing to be around you because I can feel that when you uh, when you chat, whenever we have a drink or whatever, that's something yeah, you kind yeah, of emphasize yeah, to everyone, I, isn't I, it? Um, tell other people that, you know. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Pos- Positive energy, yeah. Positive vibes and all that. Um, exactly, yeah, exactly. You're dead right. Um yeah, so folks, that's that's uh, that's what we wanted to touch on today with you. Oh, and thanks again, Patrick, thanks, thanks very much thanks for coming for on. Me. I appreciate it. So once again, a massive, massive thank you to Patrick for coming on to the podcast today. Um, I really appreciate it. And I got lots of feedback from him as well. And we kind of went through it together and he gave me feedback which was great as well which i hope comes true in the content that we've uh, gave you there this afternoon um in literally the last couple of minutes i've just secured uh, my guest for next week he has kindly agreed to come on i'm not going to drop any names but i can just tell you it's one that you definitely want to going to keep an eye out for um such a fantastic success story and um this this guy's going on to big 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 things so and make sure you do keep an eye out for next week's episode and um, just a small little bit of information about him he is big into his fitness and um he's big himself he's an absolute unit so his healthy eating and his workouts is something that i'm going to touch on and uh, there's a, there's another big big thing that i want to chat to him about um so yeah keep an eye out for that and i really do appreciate you listening this afternoon guys and um yeah, look, mind yourself, stay stay safe, and we'll catch you in the next one.